and that's what there you go was about I, myself. I, know I don't that shine I, do I glow and it's seeping out of my pores that I'm a survivor a strong work. woman and not one to be tested don't be afraid to glow as a matter of fact <laughs> the more it scares you the more you should do it hello beautiful people hola mi gente welcome to the glow my podcast I hope you're doing well out there and I hope that you're maintaining whatever it is that you're doing, whatever you're facing in your life right now. Hopefully you're maintaining so that you can get through it. If you're having an amazing season right now, then that's what's up. Blessings to you and um, I wish you all well. I've been a little busy late. When I say a little, I actually mean a lot. I downplay a lot of my... my uh, I really downplay my accomplishments a lot, but I have been busy. Um, things have changed, like as far as like work, the work portion goes, and then I'm working on this book diligently to have it out by October, the second book, and then we have the blog that I'm working on. The blog is live. I'm designing. Um, <laughs> I just finished two. Uh, more classes in school I'm about to graduate I have three more left and I'm done so you know it's just a lot going on but I like the moving parts because I like um I like what I'm doing I like how I'm I'm excelling but um you know sometimes you got to take yourself a break so I like to publish a podcast episode about every three days but it's just been a little bit of an issue with that lately so my bad I want to thank you for continuing to support the Glow Mob podcast. I have gotten an, a, a burst of listeners, so please keep sharing it, rating it, reviewing it. Your reviews help me. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> so this, um, one of these topics, oh wait, even before I do it, I want to tell you this because you know how I'm always telling you the real real right and how you can do anything that you put your mind to because if I could do it anyone can because trust me just just trust me on that so one of the classes that I took now I took I took statistics (laughs) always mess up that word before a couple of you know semesters ago and um I ended up passing it with an A. It wasn't very, it was painful, but it wasn't as painful as psychology statistics. So in taking this class, the freaking, uh, the formulas, the this, the that, I got, I had an F average at one point. And then I was like, look, I'm just going to fail. And then I was like, I'm just going to get a C. And then I was like, I give up and this and that. I wasn't believing in myself. I wasn't believing in me and my abilities. So what I ended up doing is after I did my final project and a couple of other things, they actually, I actually got an A in the class. Um, so I tell you that to say this simply because I'm always talking to you about how you can always do something. There will be so many times that something, and you can attribute this to something in life. There's going to be so many times that something looks extremely bleak. Like it's not going to work out. Like it's not going to be good. Like it's not going to elevate you, right? And then you just have to kind of change your approach a little bit. You might have to work a little bit harder. You might have to back off a little bit, whatever it is. 
it doesn't mean that it's over just because it looks like it is, no matter what it is. You can attribute that to relationships, to your schooling, to, you know, trying to get pregnant, whatever it is that you're fighting right now, because we're all fighting invisible battles that we don't really like to talk about. Um, just keep going. Because I'm telling you, that's that, that second time, that last time, that third time, that fourth time, whatever time, that could be the time that you actually get it. You know, obviously, don't ever waste your time. And I'm going to talk about wasting your time in this podcast right now. So, <laughs> so I decided to take one of the chapters out of my book, 101 Dating Red Flags. And um, it is available on Amazon and Apple. And it's also available on um I'm sorry, Amazon, Apple, <laughs> and Barnes & Noble. So um, check it out. Trust me, there's a workbook with it as well. You don't need the workbook to read the book, but you do need the book to read the workbook, if that makes sense. <laughs> so I'm taking a chapter of sex out of the Red Flag book, and we're going to get, I, I want you to get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I want you to, if you're driving right now and you're listening to me, that's what I want you to do. I just want you to zone out, turn this shit up. It doesn't matter if you're male, female, whatever you identify as. This is something for everyone. So if I happen to say she, all you have to do is replace it with he. If I happen to say he, just replace it with she. Because I'm telling you, this applies to everyone. Except for the first one. Because it's a little hard for men to do this. So in order to make it a little bit easier, I numbered them. So it's it's 10. And uh, we'll go ahead and get through this. So number one, a red flag, a sexual red flag is that you're faking orgasms. And the reason why I said men, because we'll usually know if they're faking an orgasm. So, um, so I'm going to say ladies, uh, ladies, there's no need to be faking orgasms at all unless you have a medical condition. And even then, maybe you need to go ahead and go get that fixed or go get it checked out. You know, if it's your antidepressants, if it's your medication, whatever it is. Um, I'm not saying don't take your medication just to have an orgasm. But if you are in one good health, general good health, there's no reason for you to be faking your orgasms. If your partner, the person that you're with is not doing it for you, you need to communicate. I did a whole podcast episode on this. You go ahead and go search for that because I'm really compassionate when it comes to this because as women, I think we often make ourselves fall short. And if you're in a relationship with another woman, both of you are falling short for the most part. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's not worth it. If you need to explore your own body, figure out what it is that you like, whatever it is, then do it. But there's no reason to be faking orgasms. That's, you know, that's, you're way past that point at this, at at this time. And don't ever let somebody try to make you feel bad because you take a long time to come or anything like that. Or what they think is a long time. Because I think sometimes as women, we will get in our head and be like, man, you know, they've been, we've been having sex or they've been going down on me. For about 10 minutes now, shouldn't I have already come? And I'm only telling you this because I, I thought these thoughts before, obviously. Um, that's why I know. So, no. No. Don't even, 
don't do that. You should have a connection with your partner. If your partner loves you and they know your body, trust me, your partner loves you and they love what they're doing to you. So just relax and, and let it happen. You need to communicate as well. There might be some things that you like that you're not saying, but you have to speak up. You know, this is a shared experience that you're sharing with your partner. And this is something, this is how you're expressing your love for one another. This is how, you know, so, you know, this is something that both of you need to enjoy. Um, this is actually going to tie into a couple of other things. So I'm going to just move on. That was number one. Number two, they pressure you. So they pressure you into having sex. They pressure you into using some type of toys or props or something like that that you are not comfortable with. That's a red flag, obviously. Like, hold up. You know, he, you know, you find out they want to do some, I'm not even going to promote that book, but they want to do some dominatrix stuff. And um, you're not really feeling that. You're like, you know, it's, it's, it's not about experimenting. I'm just not feeling it. And they keep pressuring you, keep trying to pressure you, keep trying to pressure you. What you going to do? You going to give in or are you going to stand your ground? You already know my answer. It's, it's none of this giving. I'm not going to sexually. Because with sex, the reason why I say so, I don't do this in normal circumstances. But with sex, it's it's you're giving up such a vulnerable part of yourself, you know, and that's not the time to play any games. Like people think that it's just, you know, whatever it is, but it's, there's more to it. And you can develop soul ties to people as well. And what a soul tie is, is when you are completely attached and enamored with someone on a deeper, deeper, deeper level. And they usually are toxic for you. I'm going to talk to you about, so actually in the book, I talk to you about soul ties. So, um, and you, Trust me, you're lucky if you get rid of it because a lot of people go years and years and years and they go back. But um, no one should be pressuring you to do anything. That's where communication comes in with your partner and yourself. Number three, they ridicule your fantasies. So if they ridicule your fantasies, that means that they're making fun of, front of, fun of, rather, what it is that turns you on, what it is that makes you come, what it is that keeps you interested, whatever it is. Um, they ridicule them. They're like, they make fun of them. Like, what? That's weird. You know, and it's not like you're pressuring them. Remember, there's a difference between the two. You, It's like you finally decided to let that wall down and say, you know what? I actually like breast play. You know, I'm just using as as an example you know, and breast play is is usually, it, it's just like what it sounds. And you could do whatever you want with breast play, you know. And it's kind of like, they're like, what? I don't understand what you, you get off on that or whatever. I mean, if their initial response is shock, that's okay. Because you might be saying something that they would have never thought that you liked or that they never thought of. So that's fine. But if they go beyond that with ridiculing and saying this and that... That's whack, and that's a red flag. Only you can decide if red flags are your deal breakers. I'm not going to say what my deal breakers are. You could read the book to find out what they are. Um, you might be surprised on a few of them. Number, th- what are we on? Number four. 
Number four, uh, they get distant after having sex. After they have sex with you, they get distant. They get distant. All of a sudden, you can't, you know, it's like you're texting every day, talking all the time, and you have sex and everything just goes silent. There's nothing normal about that, in my opinion, if someone is into you or if you're... If even if you're in a relationship and you don't live together, you know, there's a lot of different situations out here and the two of you have sex and all of a sudden you don't hear from them. What is that? Because that can be interpreted in five different ways. <laughs> you're probably like, what do you mean five, India? But I'm just saying five. It, to me, it can be interpreted in about five different ways. So instead of me sitting there going in my head trying to figure out what's wrong with you, you need to speak up. Say whatever the hell it is. You know, I can tell you from the other side of it where somebody as 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 being someone who didn't necessarily, you know, check up or anything like that after having sex. You know, for me, it was just to, I'm going to be 100 percent. They just weren't on my mind. They just weren't on my mind. I didn't care enough to call them back, to call them or text them or anything. And that this happened, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and and I hope you don't slut shame me, but I'm not going to sit here and say it was a bunch of people. But I could tell you there's probably two people I never did that to in my whole life and I'm 40 years old. So, you know, you already know if you've listened to other podcast episodes, you already kind of know how I've been and how my personality is. And that's just what it is. I didn't call back as it wasn't like intentional. It wasn't for a game. It's just, listen, I'm not interested. So listen, if they don't call you back, I can tell you firsthand, they're just not interested. They got what they wanted from you and now they're moving on. And you better believe that you will get a phone call the next time they want something. Um, That's just the way it is. You have to decide, are you going to be a doormat or are you going to be a dream girl? Because a doormat will let... Any any guy do whatever they want for them, and they think that they have power over that. You know, just because you're getting on your knees and you're sucking his dick doesn't mean that you have power. You're the one on your knees. You know, there's some women that said that, you know, I feel like I'm in such control when I'm sucking his dick and this and that. But, honey, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're the one on your knees. You're the one doing the job, and that is a job, you know? So... Choosing yourself first, I will always tell you to do that. I have always told you in the other episodes, I tell you in my books, I tell you on my blog, everything that has to do with me, even if you are one of my friends that know me in personal, in life, you know what I always say. You already know. So moving on, number five, the condom slipped off. And see, in my book, I put the word slipped in pro- in uh, quotation marks because... That's a lie sometime. And um, that's a huge, huge red flag and should be a deal breaker depending on what. Because some men, some men, just like some women say that they cannot feel if the condom actually slips off. Both say there's some women that are extra sensitive and they can feel, hey, there's a difference between... And, you know, you might feel down there just to make sure the condom's still on. And lo and behold, the condom ain't on. It's up inside of you. 
or you know he broke a hole in it bust the hole in, a hole in it or it fell off of him i mean there's a bunch of you know scenarios where this could happen but i i know for a fact that the giver is more in control than the receiver because you're actually looking down in most cases you can actually see and feel it because that's your appendage that's your appendage and you can feel if something is different you could feel a coolness to it so this bullshit about the condom slipped off yo i'm gonna tell you right now this is kind of going into the category of rape it's going into the category of rape you did you did not sign up for someone to go into your raw dog if the two of you made a decision that you were going to be intimate with protection. This is a problem when the protection that is keeping both of you safe because maybe the two of you don't know each other that well yet. Maybe you you know, you maybe you're trying to prevent pregnancy. Whatever it is, maybe you have your period. Whatever it is, it's not okay. Period. Number 6, they're bisexual. Now, when I say this, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being bisexual. What I'm saying is something is wrong when you think you're in a straight relationship or even when you think you're in a gay relationship and you find out your partner is bisexual, meaning they like both genders. What you going to do with that? And some of you might be like, oh, I can deal with it and stuff like that. I give it six months, baby, six or six months or less, or less, because unless you're in a polygamous lifestyle or unless you're like a swinger or something like that, that is going to bother you. And it doesn't even have anything to do with your self-esteem. It's going to bother you because when you're in a relationship with someone, you know, your partner might look at someone a little extra long, you know, you're out to eat or whatever, or they might flirt. You know, you, you know, you, everybody flirts a little something, something, something. And there's a limit to that. But they still do. But if you got to worry about him or her flirting with women, and now you have to worry about him or her flirting with men as well, or sleeping with them, that's just too much. That's a lot on your shoulders. You know, if unless you're in that lifestyle of polygamy or whatever it is, you know, but of course, this is up to you. If if they're being if them being bisexual is good for you, then it's good for you. I'm just saying it's a red flag because oftentimes when we really are into someone or we really like them, there's a lot of things we ignore. There's a lot of things we be like, no, I could deal with that. No, 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 no. It's good. I could deal with that. I, I think that's not. I think you you you're so sure. That you can take on all the weight and everything that comes along with them. I'm telling you, when the honeymoon phase is over, you're going to sit back and be like, nah, son. <laughs> nope. It's not for me. And uh, just save yourself the trouble if you're not into it. Number seven, they're sexually selfish. Now, this is something I've talked about in earlier episodes as well. Um, in podcast episodes named this is how you lose her and this is how you lose him and this is how you keep yourself from getting laid those are three different podcast names so if you're interested in that go ahead and go back and listen to those three as you know I'm very honest and and stuff like that and those as well um you know it's 
I think it's whack when someone's sexually selfish. You know, this is a this is a connection between the two of us. And there's levels to it. It doesn't even matter if it's a one-night stand, if you're just dating, if you're in a relationship, or if you're married. This is an exchange, right? This is a love. This is the way we are expressing our love for those of us in relationships and marriage. And, um, you know, I'm not sitting here judging you. Whatever you do, it's an exchange. It's not something that's to be taken for granted. Um, and a lot of people do that. They just do. And when you're sexually selfish, when you know, it doesn't matter if you're a guy or just a woman who gets off easily, and you know your partner takes some time, then you need to make sure that your partner is taken care of. That's it. It doesn't matter if you orgasm or climax first. If your partner did not, then it's time to do what your partner likes. And this is why I say it's important to know what you like on your body. This is why it's important to be open-minded with your partner and to know what you like and what you know what you like to be touched. Because if you don't, you're going to have somebody sitting here for an hour and a half doing everything that they possibly can to you. And they're tired as fuck and they're putting in a good effort. And you sitting there, you just like, I don't know. Which way did he go? Which way did he go? That's not okay. It's not okay. So get to know yourself first. But it's not okay to be someone who's sexually selfish either. Pillow princess, whatever you want to call it. This is an exchange. Now, unless it is said, I don't want you touching me. I just want you to, I just want to do this to you. Because in some relationships, that's the way it is. That's up to you. But ain't no way you're going to get off. And I talk about these in depth in my book. These are these are actual topics taken from my book. There's no way I'm going to be, after you roll over, that I'm going to have to go in the bathroom and play with myself. That's whack. Get out of here with that crap. <laughs> Number eight. Number eight. Hold on, I have to take a drink. My throat is mad dry. I told you before, <laughs> you know, I just keep it real with y'all. If I have to take a drink, I have to. You know, your mouth gets dry. There's no reason to edit edit that out. This is just the style of my podcast. I talk to you as if we're sitting down, having drinks or not having drinks or over dinner or whatever, and you're like my girlfriend or you're my friend or you're my dude or whatever it is. That's how we talk. So some of you have listened to this the first time and this is your first episode. And uh, you might be like, this chick is kind of off the meat rack. Just... Bear with me, my heart is good. Go back to the beginning of the episodes and you'll see what I'm talking about. Anyway, number eight, you have to pretend they're someone else. They are someone else. Well, you know, I guess with this one, we all have fantasies, right? And Or we might have seen something in a movie earlier that turned us on. Or we might have saw someone in the restaurant that turned us on. Or we might... You know, we might have just ended up watching a porno together and something turned me on. And during sex, you might think about that person that you saw. I think we all do that and I think that's okay. But if you have to do this every single time the two of you have sex or make love, you have to picture that they are someone else or you have to pretend that they are someone else in order to 
you know, get off or even enjoy it, that's a problem. It's a problem. And for those of you, if you ever are talking to your partner and you find out that that's what they're doing, I have a feeling that you would have a complete blow to your ego, to yourself, you know, your self-esteem and stuff like that. Like, you know, but listen, I want to tell you something. It's not you. It's not you. You are not the problem. It's the person that's sitting there lying and thinking about others that that's the problem. It's not necessarily that you're not doing it for him or her. It's just, what the hell? I remember I was with one dude. This one guy was in Kuwait. I talked about him before. We were in Kuwait together. And, um, you know, there was slim pickings there. So I chose him to get through the to get through the time that I was there. You know, it's it's better to get through the time that you there with a little drama and some dick than it is for nothing else. I mean, what else can I say? I'm just being honest. So, um yeah, I wasn't saved at that point. <laughs> I really wasn't. But um now I know there's another way it could have been done, but listen, like I said, I wasn't saved at that point. So, um you know, you're settling and you're like, you know, I'm just, you know, whatever. When I was with him, I had to keep pretending he was someone else. Different scenarios of being with someone else, you know, while he's going down on me. And so, and it was just kind of like there was a disconnect, you know. And I've always been the type that has always been a little aloof. I've already mentioned that where I'm kind of like, I won't call you. You know, unless we together, I don't really, it's not that I'm going to be mean. I just don't call you. So, um, I don't think I'm conscious of, uh, well, I am now, but I wasn't before. It's just like that. You know, I was, I had to, I was just pretending they were someone else. It wasn't that the sex was so bad. It's just, I just did. That's all I could say. I was in my 20s. You know, a lot goes down in your twenties. I'm in my, I'm forty years old now. So at this point, you know, I've learned. <laughs> so that's you know, lo and behold, that's a red flag. Whether it be on your part or their part, is this the person I'm really supposed to be with? If I have to keep pretending that there's someone else, be fair to yourself and be fair to them. So they're not sitting there playing themselves, thinking that you're really into them. And you're not. Let's be honest, people. I know that's hard for some of you, but... (laughs) Number nine, just the tip. Just the tip. How many of you got pregnant off of just the tip? I know somebody just spit something out of their mouth right now. Because you you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. But how many of you got pregnant off of someone saying to you, just the tip? I'm just going to stick the tip in. Now, come on, man. Look at... Look how hard you got me. Look how you got me. Come on, you gonna leave me like this? You gonna leave me like this? Come on, let me just stick the tip in. The tip, come on, just the tip. The tip is not enough for them. It's gonna start with the tip. It's gonna feel good to you. It's gonna feel good to them. And next thing you know, you're having sex, most likely unprotected. And all of a sudden, you are pregnant. Just a tip. (laughs) 
just a tip is a red flag. You want to know why just a tip is a red flag? It's because it's common courtesy. That's what it is. For whatever reason, you told them that you don't want to have sex. But they're manipulating you by saying just the tip. Now listen, if this has happened to you before... I will tell you that, you know, you might want to be, you might be less than smart if you let someone else do it to you. Learn from the first time. Just a tip has gotten people pregnant. Just a tip is not worth it. Don't do it. If you're so turned on or whatever, whatever the situation is, maybe y'all can adjust or something like that, but don't let it, don't, don't do it. Just a tip, like I said, has produced babies and then you have a whole nother thing on your hands on, you know, I don't know if you want to keep the baby, not, or the good look. Just save yourself the fucking headache. That's it. Number 10, and I believe, no, there's one more after this. Number 10 is sex is the priority. Now listen, I'll tell you right now, if you ask me, what what sexual schedule is perfect for me and my partner, I would tell you every day. Absolutely. Now, I'm not talking, I'm not saying that every single day we have to be, you know, lighting candles, making love, and doing all that, and it's like in-depth. No, we can just have a little five-minute quickie. But for me, I need it every single day. Now, if I'm on my period... That's a little bit more personal. I discussed that with my partner. I want it every day. That's it. However, like I said, sex is a very important part of a relationship. But when it's the only priority, and it should be a priority, just like communication, just like being honest, sex should be as well because what sex is, is, an, is is the way you express your love to your partner. It's another form. I know it's not officially part of the five love languages, but I think that it should be. You know, you want to physically express to your partner by making them feel good and having this experience with them that you love them or that you care. I know that some of you are just having sex and whatever, and but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who actually have sex and they care about each other. So with it being a priority, what I say, what I'm saying is a red flag is when that goes over everything, how you feel, how they feel, what's going on, this and that, you know, you know, when it's a priority over things that are more important, although it's important, I don't think it's top on the list. So it's a red flag. And number 11, and this is the final one that I'm just going to talk about, you know, you can, Like I said, you can see every single one of these in depth in my book. But number 11 is they want threesomes. Now, as I said before, on another one of these, it's your business. What kind of lifestyle you lead. Nobody's judging you here. You know, this is a no judgment zone. I don't judge at all. But I will say this. Your partner says they don't want threesomes, but you keep bringing them up and and, and this and that, and you really, really want them. Do you think the two of you are equally yoked? Do you think the two of you are supposed to be together? If that's the kind of lifestyle that you want and that's the kind of lifestyle that you lead, you and your partner are not equally yoked. 
save someone the time of falling in love with you or getting a little bit deeper in and being honest that listen I like a little bit more few more people in the bedroom and I'll tell you this because I I told you in my book I said the only way to be a part of a threesome is to be the guest star other than that it's whack because you know what happens is when you're part of the couple you have to deal with the repercussions after When you're the guest star, you just leave and go on with your fucking life. You don't have to hear their arguing, you know, with the other couple. Why were they, why were they touching you so much and this and that? And, you know, you seem to be a little bit more into it with them. But you invited us in here. The whole thing is just a fucking run amok. And if, if some of you got this perfected, that's on you. This is not for me. You know, this is not for me, number one, because I have whip appeal and any partner of mine is not going to want to see me with anyone else. I don't care how that sounds. It's the truth. And some of you are like that as well. I don't want to see them with anyone else. So what's the point of a threesome? You know, you want a threesome, throw on a porno. You want a threesome, you know, get a sex doll, whatever it is that you want to do. I'm just saying You know, this is about respect. Someone is opening up their body, their soul, their spirit to you. That's it. This is an exchange of energy. This is an exchange of energy. That's serious. And you sit here and you take it for granted. You sit here like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. No, that's that's not what it means. It's not is what it is. This is not meant to be shared with 25 other people. Like, come on. But like I said, some of you are swingers and some of you are polyamorous. And that's okay. I'm not judging you. I'm just talking to the people who are not. And letting them know it's a red flag. So if you want to know more about these red flags and what it is that I'm talking about exactly, you can definitely go ahead and check out my book. Um, It's on Amazon, it's on Barnes & Noble, and it's also on Apple. Check out my book, and um, I'm really interested in what a lot of you have to say. You can go to glowmob.com, and it's glow, M-O-B-B, it's spelled, mob mob is spelled M-O-B-B, dot com, or you can also follow me on Instagram at glow underscore mob, it's spelled M-O-B-B. Let me know what you think. I'm very approachable. I like to talk to my listeners. Um, Send me a DM. Let me know what it is that you think about this. And if you have purchased the book, then I encourage you to definitely share it. Leave a review. Let other people know about it. And um, this was good. I love talking about this type of stuff. I love talking about sex. What can I say? Until next time, thank you for visiting the Glow Mob Podcast. I hope that you're well and that you stay well. Ciao.